You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Welcome to Shot of History. Welcome back to Shot of History. I'm Stephanie. I am the color man, Big Dev. Teehee. I'm Calvin. I'm Melissa. And still Dave. And we're all back. Yay. Back and Cal, you're supposed to talk over Dave. You you missed your opportunity. <laughs> I don't want a clapping episode. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, he has been scared. <laughs> scared straight. <laughs> He's like, nice. shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, and Cal, you are going to be our historian today. What you doing, Cal? Uh, well, you know, uh, <laughs> I decided to talk about uh, something that is interesting to me: immigration. Immigration. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's about to get real <laughs> political. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but about the past, about the past, past, past yeah. immigration. But yeah. before I before I happen to things, I think really? we we uh, <laughs> raise our glasses, right? We yeah. Our glasses. All right. Here we go. Here's to being good to each other, mm-hmm. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you was good. You mm. was good. You was important. <laughs> mm. This tea is so good. It really so, is. I could drink like a ridiculous amount of tea. That's why I'm peeing after every show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm immigration. Uh, yeah. I'm the immigration, damn it. Don't talk about letters. Let's go to immigration. I'm Gumby, damn it. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so. We did the episode a little bit ago where we played the game, like, could you pass the immigration yep. test? Yep. And we failed. <laughs> oh, so bad. Oh, uh, and yeah. I used, to do, I used to do a show on the Podcast Detroit Network um, that was with Dr. Saba Maruf, and she is a child of immigrants, and she's Indian-American, she's mm-hmm. a child psychologist, uh, psychiatrist, interestingly enough, and when I was on her show, we actually had an immigration lawyer in when... Um, the the Muslim ban part one took place, right? Yeah. And so that kind of got immigration, the idea of it, on my radar. And then I got this book called America for Americans by Erica Lee, A History of Xenophobia in the United States, just to read up on what's what's it been like for other people (laughs) in this country. Uh, And so a lot of this – Let's be honest. It's what has it been like for – not white people. Yeah. So, so I don't, exactly also for, we didn't like the Irish yeah. for a while yeah. either. Yeah. 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 Erica Lee talks about uh, the Irish in in this oh, book yeah. as well. Um, that's actually the first group that she yeah. talks about in the group. Oh, okay. Uh, but I owe a lot uh, to this episode uh, from from this book. But either way, uh, I decided to look at the Chinese Exclusion Act, which is kind of interesting. Uh, it <laughs> our, it was our first official. Immigration policy was the Chinese Exclusion Act to exclude, ban from coming in, and to expel Chinese people in the United States. And it because MSG is bad. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) MSG. Why am I hungry again? Why am I hungry again? But it's just kind of interesting because again, I, I believe that the past informs the present. And so people are always like, this isn't who we are. We're not like this. This is America. We're not like this. We can't expel people. We can't put up a Muslim wall. I'm like, mm, 
This is exactly who we've been. I was going to say history for, repeats itself. Pretty much since day one. Forever. Yeah. Okay, so the Chinese Exclusion Act um, was approved on May 6th, 1882. This is our first official immigration policy, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. Uh, you would think that our first like, It wasn't really easy for people from China to get here either. So, I mean, it's not like it's a, you know, it's not like, hey, they hopped across the border from Canada. Right. It's a bit longer of a ride than, say, from England or Ireland. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's a hike. It's, 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 it's fascinating our to me that our first, our first, yeah, Yay. our first official policy wasn't positive. It no. was negative. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but Chinese people were seen as what, is, uh, what was known as the, the yellow peril. Mm-hmm. The yellow peril. Uh, but many Chinese people came to the United States during the gold rush. And they were actually the largest uh, immigrant group to come into the United States uh, from uh, if you weren't European. So outside right. of uh, European immigration, they were the largest group to, to come to the United States. Hmm. Uh, this, of course, was seen as – and most – at this time in the United States, almost every, every mm-hmm. issue surrounded race. So you had the issue of uh, who belongs in America at this point so or what your role is in the hierarchy as well. So uh, moving and taking the land from Native Americans, you know, they're dealing with the issue of slavery. We're dealing with the issue of immigration. All of these mm-hmm. kind of surrounded this idea of uh, – of If you weren't European, of race. then fuck mm-hmm. you. Well, no. I mean there were, there, were, there were also – interestingly enough, this is all coming from this book that I'm reading – um, but there was the idea of bad Europeans as well. Right. Uh huh. So there were there, um, were, there yeah. were people who were it was considered they were considered low class if you weren't from certain, certain parts area. of Europe. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, but they could at least all agree we don't like people who have color in their skin. Right. Yeah. Right. right. So definitely, right. we all know that. Maybe maybe Catholics <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so uh, the president who signed this into law, uh, spring of 1882, Chinese Exclusion Act was passed uh, by Congress. And it was signed by uh, President Chester A. Arthur. So we're talking about the House and the Senate passed this. Mm-hmm. Again, this is not who we are. Mm. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but are we though? <laughs> and so what it did is it uh, it put an absolute ten year moratorium on Chinese labor immigration. Ten so years. for ten years, Jeez. Chinese people could not come in. And if you left, if you were Chinese and you're like, I got to go home, my, my father's sick, my mom's sick or whatever, I just want to go home and see family because I'm homesick. You couldn't come back. You could come not back. come back. You could not come back to the United States. Mm. Uh, and so this is actually the first time that a federal law prescribed entry, uh, prescribed entry of an ethnic working group on the premise that it endangered the good order of, uh, of certain localities. Like, hey, this is bad for, this is bad for American workers. Mm. Chinese people are coming oh, in. Oh, they're, they're taking uh, our jobs. They're taking our jobs. Yeah. So again- yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, History repeats itself. Yeah. And so uh, it, it required a few non – I'm going to read this here. It required the few non-laborers who sought entry to obtain certification from the Chinese government that they were qualified to immigrate. There's a whole battery of questions they had to answer in order to even come. This is, of course – if you ever wonder why America has tensions with China, <laughs> it started with this. Like our our tensions with China well, today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. can can you blame them? Because yeah, like, so, a lot of the a lot of the propaganda around this is so where much. you get like the bad rice paddy hat drawings and the like mm. the really super racist drawings and the yellow the, the, like I 
a lot of the art and political oh my god tension yeah. around this it's all like oh yeah in the opium dens and and all that and it's like yeah that's not no <laughs> right right <laughs> yeah so uh, if you left you couldn't come back I don't in. like them but they like their um, food though yeah. well if you could if you did come back in you had to you had to obtain certifications to get back mm-hmm. in also this is the beginning of let me see your papers mm-hmm. let me see your papers if you were Chinese in the United States, you had to actually have papers on you at all times saying that you were allowed to be – Like you were documented. Yeah, allowed to be in the country. To be here. Documents, right. And so this is – again, today we're like, we got the let me see your papers. Yeah. You got ICE running into people's houses saying hey, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm. But this Mike started, Pence at yeah. the Latinos rally <laughs> – Latinos for uh, Trump rally – yeah. yeah. Um, Where nobody like showed a, up. Yeah, sounds like a sting to me. Yeah. Now, <laughs> busting all the food trucks outside. Just, yeah. Damn it! Where am I getting my burritos now? Oh, fuck. No. So, if you bring tacos, they will. So come. again, I said this was for ten years, right? This is for ten years. But after ten years, guess what? That shit got renewed for another ten years. Jeez. This was actually the law. In the United States, the Chinese Exclusion Act, up until the 60s, wow, until the 1960s, this law was still in the book. I don't know if it was enforced as heavily it was as right. it was in the late okay. 1800s, but it was at least enforced up until the 1920s mm. to keep Chinese people from coming to the United States. So it was just because they were worried about jobs? Or well, that's what they said. Well, yeah, but, but I mean, like obviously, ostensibly, like, it's about jobs. Yeah, but, but it's about other things. Let's be honest; it's, it's, it's about different. the color of your skin. Well, right. and, and you know, so if we're saying it was enforced up until the twenties, um, on the books until the sixties, there some people were probably using it to uh, because of you know the communism scare. Right. Um, oh, so yeah. because uh, yeah. around that time, China is becoming communist. That's, yeah. So I'm sure there was some. Yeah, it was communist. still being enforced like, because spy. of yeah, because of yeah. Now here's here's another interesting thing. So on on this show, I think I've talked about the the, the Tulsa massacre that happened, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which if you haven't seen Watchmen, the new show Watchmen, please. Watch oh it. man, um, that was yeah. Yeah, so, it's heartbreaking. So when this exclusion act happened, it emboldened people to not just keep Chinese people from coming into the country. There was not a, a there was a government effort, but more of the efforts to exclude people or push them out of areas were done at the local level. And so this led to what was called the driving out period, where Chinese people were literally driven out by white people in different areas. So you had the Rock, Spring, uh, Rock Springs Massacre of 1885, uh, Hell's Canyon Massacre of 1887, uh, and then a, a host of other events where Chinese people were given like 48 hours to vacate. Get the fuck out. We know you've built your life here, but you gone. That is so supremely fucked up. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> imagine being told. For absolutely nothing. Yeah, like yeah. You, you've lived somewhere for so long and somebody just says, well, get your ass out. Sorry. We do this now. It's called gentrification. We don't <laughs> yeah. kill the people, right. but we do it with gentrification. So yeah. these things still happen. It's crazy. Redlining? But, yeah, <laughs> red, well, redlining is now illegal, but it still does happen. We know sure. it happens. Um, yeah. So it's, happens. it's again, history is kind of informing the present. Right. Hey, yeah. these people are getting – I mean, you can't go up to a Chinese person now and say, hey, you got to get the fuck out of here because you're Chinese. 
Right. But, well, I mean, you, know. you can. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably shouldn't. Yeah, you probably should. Um, hey, you got to get out of here. Why? Because I'm Chinese? No, because you're causing a scene. Yeah, but, <laughs> now they do it to groups by raising rents and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Coming in, putting four coffee right. shops in the same corner. Like, right. like that oh, this deal. property is way more, <laughs> way more lucrative if uh, if it's vacant. So I'm just going to continue to raise your rent until you can't afford it. So get the fuck out. So, yep. The reason I bring this up is because it leads directly into what is our idea of Chinese people today? Because our mm-hmm. idea of Chinese people today is they're all very smart. <laughs> hardworking. Hardworking. Great at math is like the number one thing yeah. about Chinese people that you hear. So here's the interesting thing. In 1968, when we stopped enforcing this, mm-hmm. uh, what came up was known as the model minority. Mm-hmm. The model minority man. Let's, let's be honest. There have got to be some stupid Chinese people out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? There, there are smart right. Americans. There have got to be stupid Americans. There are smart right. Chinese. There have got to yeah. be stupid Chinese as well. There's got to be that one Chinese kid who the dad's just like, you are a total failure and fuck up. <laughs> right? you know, we got him. They're everywhere. They right? might have right. been, but they probably killed them in China. So. <laughs> True. But, um, but we, it, it has mean, led directly into at least the American idea of Chinese people. I don't right. know uh, if this uh, myth goes across the pond to, to you know Europe or anything. But in America, we have this idea, belief that Chinese people are smart, you know, you know, mm-hmm. ingenious, right. hardworking. Kind of it, extends to like the whole Asian. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, Con- absolutely. Yeah. And it is, yeah. it is a direct response to the, you know, the Chinese Exclusion Act being reversed. Right. Uh, the Chinese Exclusion Act being reversed. So now, at this point. We also were going through some immigration changes and we needed particular bodies to come to the United mm-hmm. States because we're in a Cold War now. Right. Yeah. So we're now fighting against Russian ingenuity, right? And so Communism. we had all, we had all these, smart, ma- those these smart, smart mathematicians. Chinese, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, right. now that we need you, now that we right. need you yeah. come on in. But it led to the model, uh, the model minority so that we could actually attract Chinese people to come to the United right. States. So – I, I wonder – I mean that, that's really the material that I have. There's a lot more material on, on this. But I do wonder if uh, the Chinese – if we had not gotten into the Cold War, if we had not gotten into the Cold War, uh, gotten into it, mm-hmm. um, this undeclared war. But if the Cold War hadn't happened, I do wonder if the Chinese Exclusion Act would still be in place because that was pretty much the only reason that it was lifted, not because Ooh. of changing ideas about Chinese people mm-hmm. in this country. I mean we're still – very racist in the 60s. Right. Um, not as racist as the 50s, but, you know, it's like saying, oh, it's not like it was in the 20s. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> if you had a time machine, what time would you go back to? I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we don't do that. <laughs> um, that's why I, whenever I watch a time travel show and there's a black guy in it, I'm like, you come back when you're going to the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but but either way, yeah. So it's uh, it's just kind of interesting that it's led into this model minority yeah. myth today. But it's all a direct reaction to America's first immigration right. policy. Right. So again, whenever someone says, "Hey, you know, this is not who we are," obviously they're looking at our highest ideals, who we should be, what we right. say we right. are on paper. But honestly, immigration policy in the United States has almost always been against uh, people of color coming to the country or having to go through strenuous tests right. to, to, get into the, to get into the country. And that's why the tests that we have for people to get in exist because they didn't exist right. when the people coming over were not brown. 
But once right. that started happening, they made all these really stringent tests. And, and quotas yeah, as to how in, many you people could come couldn't from? You could vote either. Yeah. Right? Which is why both houses voted on this because they saw no political value for Chinese people. Because they couldn't vote. They were, they were, they yeah, well, yeah. But there was no political value to the Republicans or to the Democrats. And so they were just like, yeah, exclude them. We don't care. It's fine. Right. Yeah. So one thing they could agree on. <laughs> right. They ain't no value to, to, exclude? to any of us. So yeah. Yeah. it's kind of an interesting thought I throw it out there. Look it up. Chinese Exclusion Act was our first immigration po- official immigration policy. Uh, That's super sad. It is sad. But I, I just find it fascinating. Yes, it's sad. It's shitty. But it does inform – it makes me more sobered today. When I see things happening, I'm like, okay, this is par for the course. This is exactly how things work. Yeah. This is how, how it's how can, how can I fight to change it rather than getting like – that's just rhetoric. That's just rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing about that, though, is that that is who a lot of us are, but it's not the people that are working in the government. It, so we can all say we're all against this, but we're just people. We live here, but mm-hmm. we're not in the political system at, at a level where we can make any change. So I believe a lot of Americans feel that way. But if we're not in a position of power, it doesn't matter what we believe. Right. It's what our government actually does. So you did get political. But another episode of leading questions with Calvin yeah, Moore. But, I mean, <laughs> but that's, I think, yeah. has always been the case. You right. know, the people in power have the the say, people, and the rest with of us. money, have. money and money. Yeah. 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 You big, should see the political cartoons in the time. It's like, oh yeah, oh, they're, they're crazy. There's like a there's uh, the most popular political cartoon from the time is a uh, drawing of Uncle Sam literally kicking out Chinese people. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. wow. And now if you did something like that, like, you would be in fucking deep well, shit. I don't know. Uh, right, yeah, now, right, right now, everybody's offended by everything. Maybe, well, so, four, yes. maybe four years court- ago, <laughs> people would have been pissed. Yeah, maybe in the court of public opinion, you'd be in trouble, <laughs> yeah. but in reality... Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, not by the president. I mean, you probably, you probably, you had, you probably retweet it. <laughs> yeah, no funny. You're the right color. It would go away. Oh, jeez. We spent two trillion dollars on, on our military. We're the greatest military in the world. Oh, God. <laughs> Again, nah, bro. You know, and on that note, I think it is time to pop out the plugs. Uh, I'll I'll go um, stephaniemenard.com for most of your Stephanie Menard needs. Um, and uh, this year, I'm excited to announce that I'm going to be doing um, – oh, gosh, what is it? Oh, uh, Heroes Con in North Carolina. It's oh, my first excellent. year. Uh, Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. So I'm going to be doing Heroes Con. Um, come see me. Uh, it's going to be my first time, and I, I'm I'm just really excited to be expanding Excellent. my horizons. Woo. I'm going to be headed to Chicago this year Great for Flashback know. Weekend and Baltimore for nice. uh, Baltimore Comic Con. So Baltimore, Baltimore cool before or after New York this year? Uh, Baltimore is the week of my birthday. It's October 23rd through 25th. Yeah, because I know I know Baltimore and New York is are like always up These each other's asses. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, they're pretty close. Usually, uh, New York's in September. Yeah, but sometimes they, like I think the first year that I went out to New York, we did Baltimore first and then stayed in uh, Philly until New York, and then like the following year it was that New York and then Baltimore, and mm. like I know they're like constantly fighting for eyes but new york always wins out well new york is like the second biggest i think in the country Uh, or is it c2e2 i think new york actually is now the biggest oh it's bigger than san diego i think i believe so i I would find that super hard to believe we'll look that up after the show yeah 
Uh, just yeah, podcast is right. All the things. Look us up. Check us out. Fill out a form. Start a podcast. Do your thing. Perfect. Uh, good. Go ahead. All right. Calvin Moore, seven uh, two tours dot com. If you're in southeastern Michigan, I'll show you around Detroit. Uh, and then also leading questions with Calvin Moore uh, right here on the Podcast Detroit Network and anywhere else that you can find fantastic podcasts. Uh, Source Point Press, Deepwater Games, N3 Art. As always, fuck Steve. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm the Color Man Big Dev. I'm Calvin. I'm Alyssa. And Dave.